Welcome to DustinStravels.com, your home to fun, exciting travel adventures. And now your host, Dustin Saidi. Hey everyone, Dustin here from Dustin's Travels with my wife Karina. Hi everyone. So today we want to talk to you about Frida Kahlo's house. Um, she is a 20th century renowned Mexican artist, very, very famous. She wasn't very famous during her life, but she was very famous, you know, now. And um, we actually visited the house that she lived in. Yeah, exactly. So she was actually born in that house. It's called La Casa Azul, the blue house. And that's also where she passed away. Yeah. So, um, by the way, this is a very popular destination in Mexico City. So definitely go. Um, there's two ways to go. One is to buy tickets ahead of time and the other way is to just kind of roll up there. I, based on what we did, we rolled up there and we rolled up there right before it closed and we were very lucky to get in because, um, even when we showed up, the lady's like, no, we're not, you know, we showed up, it closed at 5.30, we showed up at 4.45 because it's, it's sort of out of the way, like you have to walk 20 minutes from the metro to get there. Um, and the lady was like, no, sorry, we're not going to take any more people for the day. Um, and she told other people that and other people left, but we kind of like hung out and stayed and, and I told you like, oh, I think we're going to get in. Let's mm -hmm. just hang out and, you know, keep talk, sweet talker, be your friend, blah, blah, blah. So we did that. And then she let us in around five and we, we got a good 45, 50 minutes to see the house. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, if you are really into her story and you're, you know, a big fan of Frida Kahlo, you definitely want to plan out for that trip, for that, you know, visiting the, the Casa Azul. Um, buy tickets online, but do it through the Casa Azul website um, because then you get to appreciate it for a little bit longer. You know that your place is secure. Um, but yeah, we definitely got lucky and that was, that was really nice for us. And if you can show up early or with enough time because even the people who bought tickets they were in line for a while just trying to get in um so yeah we, we got lucky you do want to make sure you sort of plan that trip or you could do a walk-in thing but make sure you get there hours ahead of time just to make sure that you do get in um and even if i think this you should visit if you're going to mexico city you got to visit this place because i didn't even know much about her beforehand but her story is awesome and they're her and her husband diego rivera are really really big especially in modern day Mexico. Exactly, yeah. Um, you will see them all over popular culture, especially now Frida Kahlo with the feminist movement. I think she's gained a lot of force. Um, she's a strong woman that, you know, we like to identify with or look up to. And Diego Rivera at the time was very popular as well. Uh, more so, of course, than Frida Kahlo. Now I think it's reversed. Uh, she's more popular than her husband. Um, but yeah, he's all over Mexico City. His murals uh, portray a lot of the Mexican history with the indigenous and the revolution and the independence. So ve very important historical people for Mexico and definitely, you know, popular around the world. So make sure that you do get to see some of their artwork and La Casa Azul. Yeah. So Frida's story is very inspiring. It's one of those really from trials and tribulations to heightened success. So she was born um, with polio, right? I think she contracted polio when she was about six years old. Okay, so yeah, she, she basically grew with one foot shorter than the other. Mm -hmm. And that was sort of a scar for her her entire life. So she, 
she would later design clothing and things like that to to hide that from her. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then if you see her shoes, actually, and, and you can see that at the museum as well, one of her shoes uh, has a taller, bigger platform to even her feet out. Um, and that's definitely something that she would hide, but also acknowledge in her paintings. And then when she was 18, I think it was 18 years old, she got into a railway accident where she was on a bus, I believe, and then the, this rail train hit her and this piece of metal actually went into her abdomen and basically made her unable to have kids for the rest of her life and nearly killed her. Yes. And it also made her bedridden for many, many years. Um, and through that experience, being bedridden, she didn't have anything to do, so she started to paint. Exactly. Yeah, she was actually going to be a doctor from what I've read. Um, and then after that accident, it completely changed the course of her life. And so she began to engage in painting because she was so bored. Um, you know, for long months, she would just, you know, be in bed because, as you said, it was almost fatal, that accident for her. It severed her spine and her um, uterus and her neck. Um, so it was really tragic, but as you said, that's where she gained her strength from as well. And all her paintings uh, convey that pain and suffering, but also the beauty of her strength. And actually, shes I think she has a quote where she said, I've had two big accidents in my life. One was that train ride, and the other one was Diego Rivera. Because <laughs> he was the love of her life, but also brought a lot of pain to her. Yeah, so they had that. Tr they're both artists. They had that true artist relationship. Were very emotional, um, off the cusp kind of thing, right? Yeah, they cheated on each other. They got married, then they got divorced and remarried, um, and it was just such a intense, passionate relationship. But at the same time, chaotic and you know, unfaithful and all that stuff. Yeah. So she so she had a mirror. So on the bed when she was bedridden, she had a mirror on the top of that, correct? On top of that bed. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. What what's that for? Yeah, so that 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 uh glass was there to reflect her her reflection so that she could continue doing her paintings. And actually she would have what was it on her chest? Um that cast because she was, you know, injured so she had to wear that for many years of her life and she would actually paint on it as well so she could see her reflection and continue mm. her art from her bed yeah and um so, so her story too is she was very emotional she was very like a deeply wounded person based on the things she had gone through she had gone through some tragic things uh, the polio and then the accident so she was very deeply wounded but she didn't like to show that right she didn't like to express that unless it was through her work and through her paintings well yeah so she would cover that with her loose clothing um i think she was vocal about her opinions and her emotions but definitely could sense it through her painting and she did say that she paints mostly about herself and you know um self-portraits because she was the subject that she knew the best and you could just really see you know strong woman in all her paintings and definitely the struggles and there's these images of blood and um, the body, her body, you know, her broken body. And it's definitely, it evokes a lot of emotions when you see it, for sure. Yeah, and her uh, her dad actually was a very wealthy person, right? Who who was under the prior um, king, was it? 
or president dictator. dictator. Yeah. So he, so her dad, and actually built that home. And the home itself is really, really pretty. It's very colorful. It's like it's got blue, yellow, very colorful, a nice, beautiful indoor courtyard. I, it would be an amazing place mm-hmm. to live. A lot of good energy there. Yeah. So actually, her dad was a very important figure for her. Her dad was progressive. He did work for. Uh, Porfirio Diaz. They were, you know, higher class. He had properties. Um, he was the subject of her, some of her paintings, earlier paintings. Um, and he was of German descent, I believe, Eastern European for sure. I, I believe German. Um, and her mother was Mexican, also mixed European and indigenous. And definitely her clothing and La Casa Azul. And I think for the most part, Diego Rivera and Frida Kahlo are so proud of their Mexican heritage and especially the indigenous identity. And they definitely portray that in their paintings, their clothing, and for sure in their home. You can see a lot of objects that belong to the Aztecs or the Maya uh, civilizations, Um, the foods, the colors around them. They even have uh, the shape of the pyramid in their backyard, if you will. Um, so it's very interesting to see how they uplift that part of uh, Mexican identity because for the most part, I think some people are ashamed or they see it as something lower, but really they brought it up to a, uh, on a pedestal. Yeah, and she's... Um, I forgot my train of thought. Oh, she's very sympathetic with the indigenous and people who suffered because she went through a lot of suffering so i think she's very understanding and sympathetic with them yeah exactly and both of them diego rivera and frida Kahlo, were socialist communist so they identified with the struggles of the working class mm-hmm. yeah so um anyway a great experience definitely check that out and uh, make sure you plan accordingly yeah, and like frida Kahlo would say viva la vida so enjoy mexico city definitely Pay homage to Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera, huge icons of Mexican history and culture. And also watch the Coco movie because they give a shout out to Frida in that movie. <laughs> they do. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please click like and subscribe and share this podcast with all of your friends who might be interested. Also follow us on Instagram to see some awesome travel photos at Dustin's Travels and see our amazing videos on YouTube at Dustin's Travels. Thank you so much.